I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Ivan Williams. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon, Janine. How are you doing? I'm doing well, considering. <laughs> As I said, I have to turn the news off a lot of times. It's, it's really, it's a lot. Oh, my God. It's, it's nonstop. Um, mm-hmm frightening stuff and yes. hopefully and I actually find sources of inspiration some of this stuff. Yes, you are a filmmaker, very accomplished filmmaker and um I think of you often because I think this is a movie we never wanted to have made. <laughs> Hollywood um couldn't have I think dreamed up uh, the combination of the covid situation as well as the social issues right. layer on top of it. So it's a, a tsunami of issues here. I know. I know. I often tell people I was originally supposed to be in Westport, Connecticut, March 29th, and then go to Manhattan. And you think about the timing of things. Somebody in Westport made the cover, I think it was Stanford, made the cover of Time Magazine because she got COVID from an event in Westport, Connecticut. Wow. Then it was a domino effect. And then New York got slammed. So it's just been an avalanche of things. So how has it impacted you and uh, what you're doing? Well, you know, obviously uh, on the filmmaking side, production immediately shut down. And so from that standpoint, the people in production were really basically put on ice. And obviously you see the numbers and the unemployment. On the other side, though, I have never been busier on developing projects because now that production shut down, there's a lot of still amazing creative energy now being channeled into developing the next stories, right? Yes. So I have never been as busy as I have been today in these days with this, you know, literally locked in and and eliminating a lot of my commuting time that's now been focused on on creative development work. So, you know, there are there are some bright spots and what we are being confronted with and and for me and a number of other people in my industry, the creative juices are overflowing right now, Janine. Right. Well, I, you know what, I'm feeling it too. And I interview a lot of writers on my show, a lot of filmmakers. Um, and we always talk about how this is the time to not only submerse yourself in something that will take your mind off of what's going on, but this is the time to really get your ideas out there because people do want great material, creative material, you know. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And there is yeah. a receptive audience. And, then we throw in the whole layer of uh, the Black Lives Matter in the you yes. know, George Floyd issue. Mm-hmm. Um, as we see just an, an amazing response in the world to the unjust, the, the lack of justice for groups of people that have just gotten tired of being having a foot put on them, basically. Right. And, and the, the, the strength of the, that movement uh, in the case is we see a diverse set of voices and faces involved. It's, it's not just a black person's issue. It's everyone, every human being's issue when there's injustice and inequality, whether you're, you know, a woman or a man, uh, you're, you know, Asian American, you're Latino American, you're African American, doesn't matter. It's about decency and justice for all. Yes. And people are now saying they're tired of waiting and they're not seeing the progress. So Pay attention, world, because a lot I see a lot of the youth and the younger people saying, I've had enough of what this this the progress. I don't see it, and we should be in a different place. So you layer that on top of unfortunately a worldwide pandemic and 
Mm. You've got a, a cauldron of <laughs> challenges. Right. <laughs> We've got protests and riots and a yeah. mess. And, but then you see the beautiful moments of uh, the street in LA, black, all, all Black Lives Matter uh, yeah. in Washington, DC, Black Lives Matter. I mean, there's a lot of positives, but yes, it feels like we have not moved forward. And here we are in 2020 and a lot of things are, have never changed. And I have to say for me, um, it was an awakening into how much I don't know and how much I mm. don't understand what it's like to to um, walk in the shoes of someone that is black. I mean, yes. I understand prejudice to a degree. I grew up in New York, and but um, I don't understand hate. And I don't understand people not standing up for other people in a time of need. But I'm. I was thinking if that had been a white woman with a police officer's knee on her neck, she'd still be alive. Yeah, it's it's it the 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 day of everyone's got a recording device and it's now you know think about we go back to ninety two and Rodney King someone had a video camera yes but the, those were probably rare but now everyone is recording and and there is something just completely disturbing with the police doing that right in the face of someone recording it yes. so the 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 confidence of doing it there was yes. no hiding it it right it just there's so many layers here and. The thing is, we, we see that obviously that translates into the coronavirus because it, it brings forward the issues in our society of there's a group, a large group of people that haven't been able to get access to affordable, good health care. And the numbers reflect that in the coronavirus cases as well as the deaths. Yes. So it all translates back into a society that hasn't made open, uh, equitable lanes of life for a lot of people. And at the end of the day, if you don't have good healthcare access to food, your life is going to be shorter. I you mean, bet. and so not only is a priest brutality issue, but there's an existence and there's a over 11 year difference in your lifespan because you're in a lower socioeconomic zone than others, and then break it into the minority groups, people of color, your, your, your life is on the line. It's yeah. not just, you know, hopefully getting a nice parking spot. It's literally, I don't live as long as someone else. And that's, right. that's the bottom line. Yeah. So, you know, where do we go from here? I think let's move from talk and walk to actual, you know, you know, making actions happen, actions get in place. And it, like I said, stem from police brutality to the broader set of issues, of course, which is the injustice and inequality issues, yeah. uh, which are broader, but I'm I'm enthused. I feel excited when I see the 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 exuberance of, like I said, the diversity of voices expecting ch wanting change now. Right. So we can't marginalize and say, oh, that's just that group of people, and, you know, blah blah blah. It's like that's everyone. And so, anyway, you know, of course, any of this is as you started the conversation for Hollywood. <laughs> you know, we always are looking for stories, and there's just always nuggets of great, beautiful stories that can be told. And as you mentioned, the uh, first responders, the people, the medical professionals putting everything on the line to keep us safe. Yes. And then you write, you see the a bunch of people congregating in bars acting like they don't care. You know, like right. it just seems such a, a disconnect there. And There is. Um, There's a selfishness and um, yeah. not living in reality and not tuned into what really matters. They're just wanting to live the life they want. 
Yeah. No. And and we have in the United States on the good side. We've been fortunate enough not have foreign armies invade this country. But I look back at the countries that have in Europe and whatever, and they went through sacrifice. We even our grand our our grandparents went through that in World War Two, and mm-hmm. they did what was necessary to achieve a, the the out a good outcome. And mm-hmm. those were for years, not for two months. <laughs> so, I know. I know. You know, I just did concern is that there's just lack of impatience. Maybe it's the advent of the internet and mobile phones. People want everything instantly to change. Maybe. Happen. <laughs> Our expectations. Postmate, Instagram. Yeah, it's like it, you can't, I can get it, I can now get a date in, you know, three seconds. So right. Like, think about how, how did you get a date 20, 30 years ago? <laughs> what Maybe I want to know food. is, what I want to know is, how did Woodstock? get all those people and there were no cell phones and no email. Yeah. Right? So you think that was a day of just radio and newspapers and publication. Wow. That's it. Word of mouth. Isn't hey, that my crazy? Friend. Yeah, I know. When you think about it, there was think no internet, that. no tweeting, no Facebook. No texting, anything. no tweeting, no nothing. Word radio and mm-hmm. word of mouth and newspapers. Mm-hmm. That was the only, and you know, television, but they didn't cover too much on television, but yeah. You know, it was that, in fact, huge group of Northeast college students that put the word out. Uh, that's funny you mentioned it because that was my a movie I made last year is the, you know, Woodstock documentary called Creating Woodstock. And, we, and I looked into it and there's a professor at UC Irvine that was there when she was like really? I think 16 years old. Whoa. And she, a guy, her, her mother liked, he was older young man took her to go for three days in the wood. I go, wow, that's a pretty uh, open parent. Yes. yes. <laughs> From New York. And she goes, no, I, but the, she said the key was her mother, her mother liked the guy. So, and was hoping they'd get married. <laughs> and I guess they did 16. <laughs> oh no. But that's a yeah. book right there or a film. She's got a film there. <laughs> but you're right. Can you imagine that? Well, like we know Coachella, all these other things. Nope. Right. None of those are happening this year. Nothing. And I'm not sure when they're going to happen as we talk until a vaccine is out and distributed. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know. As you yeah. and I, we, it's taking those wonderful, beautiful sunset walks, just walking, breathing in fresh air. Yes. Taking your dog out, enjoying those small moments. That's, that's what life is, right? It is. And it is. It's refocusing us on that. And uh, yeah. I'm just happy, you know, I, when I, a couple months ago, I was approached to join a, national coalition on um coronavirus uh virus information distribution no and this COVID is a, a no org, COVID right? initiative okay. under uh, brian uh, cunningham who's executive director of the Cybersecurity policy research institute at uc irvine gotten a phone call with eight other leading americans who literally said the messaging from um certain places in the government is not it's confusing Yes. and non-consistent and not clear and it's not reaching all corners of america so a group of eight people responded to an op-ed that john barry the author of the uh, seminal work on the 1980 18 uh, spanish food uh, pandemic and and a guy named james carville who you may know and yes. his wife mary matlin said i think we throw down a gauntlet's challenge americans nonprofits, ngos to do something about this and Eight American citizens, independent of an organization, independent of a government action, came together and said, let's form a group of influence, influential leaders and in all dis- disciplines, medical, 
media, great. government, couple former governors, uh, secretaries of federal departments, uh, a former chief of staff of the White House came together and said, yeah, we can do something as private citizens. Let's make something happen. And we went and did it and created yeah. messages targeted at county, at a county level, key influencer messages that could reach that single mother in Western West Virginia in a small county. So it great. wasn't the just the New York narrative or LA narrative. It's about we had some data capabilities allowed us to drill in a county by county level, not only to see where the coronavirus is heading, but to understand the profile, what who are influencers and who are people in those counties that they would listen to. And, and you then were we featured in the Washington Post, I get I take it. Yeah, right? the Washington Post ended up giving a, a national coverage on our story uh, recently. Great. So there, it's just, to me, it was the power of citizenry just taking action and uh, pulling together people who got interested. We now are up to 60 people uh, and across, you know, all in nonpartisan, left, right. That is great. So again, it's not a partisan. It's about public health and, and most importantly, reaching people that we felt had not gotten the message from people that they would trust. So. Well, we need that kind of information because there's so much information out there. You don't know what's what. What's what. And you, the reach of when you have a Chris, Chris Rock who tweets out to 5 million followers. Oh, is that all? Yeah. <laughs> and he says something, you know, the comedy of it. Hey, you know, let's wear the mask, social distance. Yeah. Frankly, people listen. They, many Americans don't know the John Hopkins Bloomberg Center of Public Health. They don't know. And unfortunately, in our society, it seems like sometimes, oh, the egghead academic people don't understand my life. But when Chris Rock or Wanda Sykes says something to people that are related to the county where she grew up, they yeah. listen. They pay attention. They'll pay attention. Yeah. So, so hopefully with our efforts with multi-million outreach of people connecting to our Celebrity. And UC Irvine got involved with the athletic department, had one of our biggest hits. We had athletes give their message. And, you know, great. these are these are students. These are young people. These are not, you know, 55, 60 year old people like me telling you not to do something. These are your peers mm -hmm. saying, hey, be cool. Stay home. Wear a mask. What's the website for this? Is it nocovid.org? Yeah, it's nocovid.us is uh, the website. So okay. you go no you know, no covid dot us is the is the the website, and so you can check it out. And we put out information. We're working obviously in a more convoluted environment because every county can be different now what the rules right. are. So mm -hmm. it's obviously the, the human beings generally don't do well with uh, complexity like this, and it, it is confusing. If you go from LA to Orange County, the rules are different. Oh, they are um, vastly, yeah. Yeah, so it, we're we're working on some messaging for the July July Fourth weekend. Is what what happened to you? Oh, there you it's are. The piece that we're really wanting to make sure we're on top of what's going to be happening in the next big holiday, and how do we get connected Good. to people? Good. Well, I see some people with their masks like this, like below their nose. Oh, wow! And you know. I actually um, was somewhere I was picking up food to go and I actually said something to the manager. I said, you're the person that's prepping the food back there. Look at his mask. 
and he went and told him to fix it. But I thought that's very discomforting. That's very alarming. You know? Yeah, you kind of have them, but it's below your nose. Yeah, below your nose. Yeah, I mean, come on, Pike. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Disneyland opens in July, so guess what? Oh, that's gonna be <laughs> no way. No, no, no. I won't be going. <laughs> yeah, so it's been takeout food, and actually I've been eating healthier. And that's there, good. Like I said, there's some good things. I've been getting more exercise than I normally norm I'd spend half my week commuting to Los Angeles. Now I'm home doing creative stuff and story development, getting Good. exercise, eating healthier because no eating at restaurants anymore. Right. I mean, you do eat so, healthier at home. Yeah, you yeah. know it's it, there. You know, I'm, there's some silver lining to the the, the challenges we're being confronted with. Um, we just have to make sure we are taking care of ourselves because it's so easy to be overwhelmed and anxious and stressed. And as you and I said, like, turn off the news, go out take a walk, you know, connect with exactly. people, you know, it's connect so with people, hug your dog, you know, hug your dog. We have a dog. a dog or a cat, you know, I know. Take care of them. Um, and yeah. you know, I, and then many, many of us have elderly parents that are alone and you're right that, yes. that I am not alone. And so I think about those people, we see people in senior citizen centers that are there, but my mother's 87 is living by herself. She doesn't, hasn't, she unfortunately totaled her car six months ago. So she's without wheels. And so mm. it's, it's, I, I just trying to help her and, and many yes. people in that situation cope with the, the, right. this situation we're in. Yeah. Well, that's great that you do that. Cause a lot of people do need to reach out to other people right now. Yeah. You know, our neighbors, we have seniors in our neighborhood to take, you know, check in on them, make, are they okay? They have food, you know, um, you know, obviously the, all these things bring to light, obviously the loss of what, over 30 million America, you know, the job loss and yeah, many of the 40, I think it's up to yeah, 40, 40 million. Million, you know, it, it's, and unfortunately you think about many of the losses are people in the lower income bracket who mm -hmm. don't have jobs they can work from home. Right. You know, they don't, they can't telecommute. You're working in a factory line. You're working in the field. You can't telecommute to your job. Exactly. So <laughs> you're out of a job and you see the yeah. food people, the food lines and there's, you know, got children. Um, so there's a great need and hopefully people get out and try to show their support, you know, at least financially make a commitment, make, take an yes. effort to do something. Yeah. So that's what those are spaces I'm in. I will give a tip to people that are out of work as I've been talking to, um, experts to give advice that flex jobs and getting on LinkedIn are two great things. Um, and you can learn so much from the people on LinkedIn giving advice. There's a lot of great information out there. And also you can take a free class and make yourself more marketable. Enhance your skills. Yeah. It's That's that your, those are spot on. And think of 30 years ago, you couldn't do that, right? No, not at all. No. So the internet provides these tools for you. You can, one thing you do is improve your mind and you know gain new skills and Makes knowledge. You feel better, and yeah. you're doing something productive. So you, yes. you you treat it like it's a full time activity to enhance your skills and network and and you're right can network without physically meeting someone in, in a coffee yeah. shop. I met somebody from Bulgaria and I had her on my show because we were both taking the science of well being class through Christopher mm. It's a Yale class. Oh. Dr. Lori Santos. It was amazing class. Wow. And so I was so intrigued because she, um, she has edible food art that she makes. And it's actually oh. started off as almost like a form of therapy and helping her with her issues with food and it turned into a business. And she was amazing. So here I am 
like a month ago talking to Sophie from Bulgaria. And <laughs> it was so cool, Ivan. I thought that never would I have imagined meeting people from all over the world right now. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Think okay. of that and the power of the internet. The power, power of the internet. I know. You know, 30 years ago, the, the power transmission of KUCI was you know, an a, a, a area of Orange County, and now yes. you have a worldwide reach. <laughs> Huge. It's incredible. So we, ha we have to wrap up, unfortunately, but where can people find you? Well, I have my, uh, my Facebook site, Ivan Williams, and I've got my, um, you know, my IMDb uh, profile as a filmmaker to track of what I'm doing. I've got a number of projects. Uh, a lot of female empowerment type of stuff. So I love it. You know, we've got Lily and uh, about the Lily Ledbetter story. We've got the women of Wall Street underway. We've got a lot of great stuff in Steppenwolf and even Soul Train the Musical underway. So, so cool. Um, so we've got a lot of stuff and you can check me out there and uh, LinkedIn. I'm on there. So come connect with me and let's make something happen. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you, Ivan. I've really enjoyed having you on the show. Well, thank you, Janine, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Take care.